0: Steve Robertson, the Boneyard Podcast on the Corona Premier Guest Line, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, all right, let's switch gears to uh, football recruiting for Mississippi State. What, what are you what are you looking for in the next three weeks or so or leading up to July 29th, Steve?
2: Well, Joe Crocker, an offensive lineman out of, uh, out of Nashville. I think it's Franklin Road Academy. Is uh, finalized his choices to Mississippi State, Wisconsin, and M- Michigan State. Michigan State was the final visit. Uh, I think at this point, State is the leader going in. I'll be surprised if he doesn't pick Mississippi State. He's going to announce on July 18th. And that's a very, very good get. This is a guy that's got over 30 offers, several from the Power Five, uh, fits what Michael Each wants to do on the offensive line. And th- this would be a really good get. Mississippi State. I think the fact that he's from Nashville helps an awful lot. But you know, I'll be honest with you, Bo, if I want those offensive linemen that Wisconsin wants, you know what I'm saying? I mean, sure. it's like those guys have built a brand on on developing big, strong, athletic offensive linemen to go to the National Football League. So you you could do a whole lot worse than you know, getting a kid that Wisconsin's offered and and being able to beat them perhaps with geography in your favor is big, but that's a commitment that I I expect to see happen. Uh, There are a few other guys, too, that I I think are kind of on the cusp and will probably pull the trigger at the top dog camp, the SummerSlam cookout extravaganza thing they're having on the 29th. I think, uh, you know, Zachary Tillman there in Florence, I think that he's a guy that could pop then, if not you know, before the season starts. There's a lot of guys out there that want to get it done before the season just to kind of remove the distraction, and so... I think you'll see a little bit of a run here at the end of the month uh, for Mississippi State. Probably pick up uh, maybe two, three, maybe as many as four commitments before fall camp begins. And then I think you kind of settle in and you start working on those official visits and getting guys to campus for game day events and things like that. But uh, I like the position they're in right now, but we got to kind of pick up the pace a little bit here too. You know, I I think this is a class right now that – needs to kind of round out a little bit and of course the quarterback position that's one thing you're kind of waiting on you know Chris Parsons the guy that Mississippi State has been on really for the better part of 2 years and really didn't pick up the pace with him until after you know he began to have some you know misgivings I guess about the situation at Florida State he's supposed to be here on campus by the end of the month too again he was here last month expected to be back again and and I would say if if the shoe was on the other foot if your quarterback commitment Was making multiple visits to another school within a four- to six-week period, you'd probably be pretty concerned about that. Mm
0: -hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
1: because this isn't just any vacation; this is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean, Ships Registry Bahamas.
0: Okay, give me the official visit calendar again. When they can, uh, when they, w- w- when is the the earliest they can start official visits, Steve?
2: Yeah, it's 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 in June. Yeah, they, they can take some in June. and, and what But years ago, it
0: wasn't is, until, like, they couldn't do it until later. Isn't that correct, that this is new or right, what? Yeah. Okay. All right, Okay.
2: Right. Used to, used to, under the old recruiting calendar, you, you could take them basically in season up until the end of January. And that now you're able to take them in June, which is really a benefit for the northern schools. I mean, I, we've seen that, you know, Caleb Bryant from Vicksburg takes an official visit to Utah. That's a good point. Um, and then there have been some other guys, too, like, about Joe Crocker visiting Wisconsin and Michigan State, you know, in, in the summer months. Well, that, that's smart if you're Wisconsin because you got a Southern kid that's going to be up there in January and probably have his flight delayed because of snow, and then he's going to get there and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be that Luke Skywalker on the planet of Hot. You know, I mean, it's like you're out of place there. You don't really understand how difficult those winters can be in the north. In the Great White North, as they call it, so it's smart to get them on campus so they can get out and you know ha- have some fun and dance with a pretty girl and eat steak dinner and that sort of stuff. And it's good work if you can get it, but uh,
0: <laughs>
2: you know, you know, th- things have changed up a little bit, to say the least.
0: Uh, and no, no more movement on transfer portal. Is that is that over?
2: Yeah, I think so, and you know that's the thing too is the deadlines have already passed. Obviously, for anybody that wants to pl- wanted to play this year, and so unless they're a grad transfer, I mean, there's just there's not anybody else out there, and the guys that were grad transfers have been in the portal for a long time, so that's already been picked through and picked over. And I guess in the end, state's going to have one spot left. You'll probably award that to a walk on. It's a one year deal. You know, it helps you in the APR, but also too helps the locker room. You don't want to sign a guy. that's to sign a guy. You know, and that, that, that's one of the things I think the temptation a lot of times with, with schools is like, oh, we really need this guy. And then, then all of a sudden to you're saddled with that guy for two or three years. And so if, mm-hmm. it, if it's a one-year deal, you take a chance, take a flyer with that because you get the scholarship right back once he graduates. Okay.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
0: Anything else on foot? Do you think they're doing enough work in Louisiana? I never do. Uh, it, 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 it doesn't matter who's the coach or what that is the strategy head scratcher. I, I don't understand but
2: the thing that I have learned. And I think I've talked about this on your show before living in Louisiana for you know better part of two decades that I've learned. If you're going to beat LSU, there's two places you can do it. You can do it in Metro, New Orleans. And, and LSU has done a better job in recent years in Metro New Orleans. But a lot of those kids in New Orleans feel like an out-of-state offer is even a bigger deal than LSU because their fame has kind of, you know, exceeded the state lines. But uh, also up there, speaking of Dak Prescott, is up in the architects right around Shreveport, you can beat LSU there. A lot of those guys are, you know, four and a half hours away from Baton Rouge. They've never even been to a game at LSU. So they don't have that same maybe emotional connection that some other school uh, players do but also too up there you don't have the same amount of local pressure that's not to say there's not a great a lot of great tigers in shreveport but you've got a melting pot there you've got texas fans you've got arkansas fans you've got state fans you got old miss fans you know so you don't have you know this basically 100 percent purple and gold uh presence in the hallways and up and down the you know the streets of the city and so there's just not as much local pressure up there and those kids are more likely to to give other schools an opportunity. And I, I think state needs to be a lot more aggressive in the I-20 corridor over there, you know, all the way across from, uh, you know, from West Monroe all the way to Shreveport. I, I would carpet bomb that area every year. So. Sure.
0: Steve Robertson on the Corona Premier Guest Line. If, what is the timeline on Parson and what is – it still feels like a – do you think it's still a Florida state lane on Parson over Mississippi State? I know there's some other suitors trying to get in.
2: I think deep down, he really wanted to go to Florida state. That's why he committed early. You know, I mean, that was his dream to go to Florida state, be a Seminole and. And things didn't really become uncomfortable until they announced that they were going to be pursuing a second quarterback in the class. They had committed to him and he was going to be their guy. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, oh, you've offered, you know, a handful of other quarterbacks. What's happening here? So there's a trust factor there and there's a fracture within that relationship. And basically, what Chris has got to decide is, okay, am I willing to do this? You know, am I willing to kind of forgive the fact that they've misled me a little bit? Uh, I think in the end, Mike Norvell and those guys, they're going to be okay at quarterback, whether it's Chris Parson or not. So I don't think they changed their their strategy just to accommodate a guy. But uh, clearly, they have discovered that their needs have changed They need two quarterbacks in this class. And Parson... It sad it's got nothing to do with competition. It's the fact that he was told one thing and they've done another. So it's just going to really boil down to, is he willing to accept that? Can that relationship be rebuilt? Is there a future that involves trust between those two? Because I think in the end, I think Chris felt somewhat betrayed that he was told, you're going to be the guy in our class. And now a year later, they're out you know, chasing the quarterbacks. Okay. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope
1: with Victoria Cash.